Hello, you dirty, filthy whorebags. Welcome back to another episode of Queen's Table. It's your girl, Queen S, coming to you again with another episode of Table Talk, okay? And today's episode of Table Talk is all about purpose. What is your purpose? And the reason why I had to use this as um, a topic for this week is because this weekend was a very refreshing weekend for me personally and for the people that are around me in my life. This weekend, my best friend Leslie, you know, moved to New York to follow her dreams and live her best motherfucking life. And I'm so excited and so happy for her. Shout out to you, Leslie. And so, and shout out to you too, Roxy, Boxy. I miss you anyways. But this weekend also, um, Bit Doll Herb, Bossman Herb, aka RTP Illy, had his mixtape release party, which I host. And that was a whole vibe in itself. And then, of course, we had Lewis Lens Photography on the photo op, which is, you know, Bit Doll Herb's beautiful wife, Monica. And her Instagram page is actually at Lewis, L O U I S, Lens with an S, Photography. And her pictures are bomb, honey. Bomb, bomb, bomb. And, you know, shout out to the DJ, DJ Siri, that's D-Y-S-Y-R-I on Instagram. On the ones and two, she was doing her damn thing as well. Like, it was just, it was just a vibe. It was just a nice, perfect setting to just, and it was just filled with so much love and so much positive energy. And Dirty 1000 came out and showed love too, but... It just it just brought to light the importance of, you know, finding your purpose and finding exactly why God placed you on this earth. Because I believe everyone has a purpose. I don't care what nobody say. You know, you have a purpose. There's a reason why you are still breathing. There's a reason why you're still walking this earth. It's just harder for some to find their purpose. And so when it comes down to it, do you know your purpose? Do you know exactly why you are here? Do you know what your responsibility is to give to the world. Do you really know your purpose? And there's a lot of people who don't know their purpose, and that's only because they have not allowed themselves to be surrounded. Or, uh, they have not allowed themselves to be surrounded by the blessings that can come from finding people. You know, and what I realize is. I recently found my purpose through me stepping out of my comfort zone, and one thing I realize is if. You are not one person that, you know, knew from the jump that you wanted to be a doctor, knew from the jump that you wanted to be a nurse, a lawyer, you know, one of those, I don't want to say generic, but generic type of field. And you're just going through the punches and you really don't have a clear idea as to what your next move is. You have to ask yourself, have you allowed yourself to even remotely get any ounce of the blessings that are to come to you. And what I mean by that is a lot of times we shelter ourselves from getting the blessings that God has for us because we're too caught up in ourselves. We're too caught up in other people. We're too caught up in everything else besides what we need to be caught up on. You know what I'm saying? And what I mean by that is how can you expect your blessings to come to you if you're home all day? You're home all day doing the same thing. How do you expect your purpose to come to you if you work all day, but you don't take any time out of your day to take care of yourself? And what I mean about taking care of yourself, I don't mean, you know, anything grand or anything of that sort, but doing something for you to help make you happy 
ultimately I feel helps you find yourself. And once you once you come to a place where you know yourself well enough to know what you like, what you don't like, what you're willing to do, what you don't want to do, you ultimately will find your purpose. And I say that within myself only because I can use myself as an example. You know, I when I went to college, my original degree was in psychology. And the reason why I went to school as a psych as a psych major was because of my parents. My mother wanted me to be a doctor so bad, but I enjoyed talking to people. I enjoyed like I literally find a thrill in talking to people, you know, having conversations with people was always something that I enjoyed doing only because growing up I, I didn't really have anybody to talk to. So for me, I always took pride in having those conversations with people, having those intense conversations with people, because ultimately that's the only way that you can heal your own wounds. And so I wanted to kind of meet my parents in the middle. And so I said, okay, I'll just take psychology because I know I could become a psychiatrist, which you would get, you would become a doctor and I can still do what I want to do. And so when I was in college and I was taking these classes, I could not retain any of the information. I knew what the information was. The information was directly in front of me, but I didn't find myself caring for the information. I didn't find myself in like, ooh, I needed to know this or ooh, I needed to know this information. It was just kind of like, eh, oh my God, I have to go back tomorrow. What? Oh my gosh. Who? Who does what? What? Wait, what theory is this? Okay, hold on. Shit. Damn. Okay. All right. Okay. You know, it was, there was nothing grabbed my attention. Nothing, nothing did anything for me. And so I took a class and that was communication 101. And I took it with Lexi. Shout out to you, Lexi girl. I took it with Lexi and that class changed my life. It changed my perspective. It changed me, you know, and I realized that in that moment when I was taking that class that I was living my life through the lenses of my parents instead of my own. And so I changed my major and I ultimately graduated with both my degree in psychology and, and communication. And I wanted to just help people. I wanted to give myself a platform where I wanted to just be able to talk and vent and do whatever. And so I was okay with getting whatever job that was able for for me to get to my next level. So all these jobs I would apply for and intern and, and request to intern to, they would always ask for experience, but wouldn't be a wouldn't even slightly give me the opportunity to gain experience in order for me to get the job. You know, how can you ask for experience if a bitch took all these damn classes and spent all this money on this piece of paper? That's supposed to tell me I'm qualified enough and you're looking at my paper and said that's not good enough, you know? And so that in in its own way took a toll on me. And I'm like, damn, I did all of this. I spent all this time, this energy, this money, and I'm left with nothing. And so I shut down. I isolated myself. I was just like, you know, okay, I guess back to the nine to five lifestyle it is because now I'm just like, what did I do wrong? Did I do something wrong? Like, why? Like, what? Like, what am I like? What am I doing? And so I was just a robot at that point. I was just, okay, let me just stack my bread. Let me just make my bread. You know, I have all this free time now since I'm not in school. Might as well just make money. And I was so unhappy. I was so unhappy because I was just stagnant. I was just going with the flow. I was just moving just to move. And it was just, I was miserable. I was very, very miserable. And then I took a step back and I had to reevaluate 
everything. And I had to force myself to ask myself, what was my purpose? What was the point of me going through everything that I went through to get me here? And I have nothing. And so what I realized is when you are going through your life stages without a purpose, you become stagnant, you become comfortable because you don't know how to move. You don't know which direction you need to move. So you're just okay with just moving. You're okay with just going and going and going and going and going and going and going. But when you do that, you're wasting time and you're wasting energy that you're never going to be able to get back. And what I realized also was when you move without a purpose, you're not moving for yourself because you're moving when other people are either telling you to move or when you see everyone else is moving. And all that is doing is just delaying your finish line. And I honestly feel like there's a lot of people that don't know their purpose because they had something in the back of their head that was a spark and it was, and it lit up and it brought so much happiness to them and it brought so much joy to them. But everything around them is telling them that this isn't it. Everything around them, is every everybody or everything around them is telling them this can't get you nowhere. This this can't do nothing for you. This can't take you to the finish line. This can't, this can't, this can't, this can't, this can't because it's out of their norm. You know, I know personally with me following my dreams and wanting to be who I am and serving my purpose with me talking and having Queen's Table and helping people, even if it's just one person that tells me, Sandra, I listened to an episode and you changed my life. You changed the way that I viewed my life. I'm okay with that. And I don't need nobody else to define me, you know? And it took me a very long time to get to this place because everything around me was telling me that this isn't good enough, that this can't get you nowhere, you know? And being a Haitian American, being in a Haitian household where their only end goal to riches and their only end goal to success is if you're a doctor or a lawyer or, you know, something big, a business owner or something big in that sense. That's the only way that they see you as being successful. So if I don't fall under one of these categories, unsubconsciously, you're thinking to yourself like, damn, am I going to really be successful? Is this really going to take me where I need to get to? And I realized that your Thoughts and views of yourself is not your thoughts and views of yourself. It's only thoughts and views of people who are afraid of the person that you can become if you actually took yourself serious. Because if you think about it, if I'm going through the punches, if I'm going through the motions of life without a plan, as a parent, of course, you don't want your kids to make mistakes. So they're going to they're going to want to stop you. They're going to want to make sure that they protect you by all means. Although their heart is in the right place, their actions are always wrong because they eventually shut you down. They eventually tell you that what you're doing is not good enough. What you're doing is not going to get you to where you're trying to get to. And you need to let it go and be realistic. But what I realized with my own experiences and with my parents is I don't owe anyone anything besides myself and God. And once I stop holding my parents' opinions of me higher than my own opinions of myself and started to view myself as being enough, viewing my own opinion of myself as enough and just started moving for myself, I grew into finding my purpose. And for those who don't know what your purpose is or don't know what your reasoning is to still be on this earth who don't think that you have a purpose or who who can't find your purpose, you have to ask yourself, what do you like? What don't you like? What are you willing to do for the rest of your life, even if money is not included? If there is something that you just 
gravitate to, that you just love to do, regardless of what it is, that you just automatically just, I have to do this. This is the only way to to calm me. This is the only way to make me happy. This is the only way that I feel good. That, I think, is literally the gateway to you finding your purpose. And the reason why I say that is because I was always the happiest when I'm helping someone. I'm always the happiest when I'm talking to someone, when I'm having conversation and and we're picking each other's brains in a respectable manner. You know, I'm always the most comfortable when I can hold a conversation with somebody and I'm gaining new insight or you're gaining new insight or you're like, damn, I I would have never thought about it like that if it wasn't for you. Or I gain happiness from that. That brings me joy because that's like, okay, that's one less person walking around thinking that there's something wrong with the way that they think when it may not be the way that you think. It just may be the way that you think that everyone else thinks. And, you know, it's the little things that ultimately matters that I don't care about anything else. You know, I enjoy making these episodes. I enjoy bringing new topics. I enjoy having tea time with you. I enjoy these things because this is me being me. This is me finding my own outlet through this crazy, crazy, crazy world. And I wouldn't have come to this place if it wasn't for me taking time out to find me, taking time out and finding what I like and what I don't like, what I want to do, what I don't want to do, what I'm willing to do and what I'm not willing to do. And one thing I realized that I wasn't willing to do is I wasn't willing to sell myself short for a paycheck. And with all the jobs that I had previously, I had to leave those jobs because they just wanted to me they just wanted me to be a yes girl. They just wanted me to sit back and allow things to just be wrong and not say anything for the sake of their face. And I'm all about right is right, wrong is wrong, regardless of who it is. And you can't grow and you can't change unless you're okay with getting, not necessarily criticized, but getting feedback on how you're moving because you don't know it all. And until you get to a place where you know that you don't know it all, you will never gain yourself. You will never win to the way that you're supposed to win because someone who knows it all knows nothing. And if you know everything, then you're not allowing any space or any room for God to swoop in and give you extra blessings because you're on a platform where you think you know everything. You on a platform where you have everything figured out and you don't have everything figured out. And I had to realize that I don't have it all figured out and it's not my responsibility to have everything figured out. My responsibility is bring up a plan. My responsibility is to bring up uh, 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 thought or whatever the case is and bring it to the table and the table is God like listen okay God this is this is what I like this is what I don't like this is what I want to do this is what I don't want to do this is what I'm willing to do this is what I'm not willing to do help me help myself help me find what I'm lacking help me find what I'm missing help me help me and I would talk to God and I would write to God so I have a journal and the journal that I walk around with on the outside, it says, with God, all things are possible, Matthew 19, verse 26. And I change my journal out every time there's a new full moon because I'm recycling. So everything that I wrote to God previously in that chapter, I give it to him and I let it be. And once I started having these personal conversations within myself, within God, I started to realize that. For a very long time, I was seeking opinions from people who cannot tell me how to do me better than me. You know, on the outside looking in, somebody can tell you, hey, Sandra, I don't like this. Hey, Sandra, I don't like that. Hey, Sandra, I don't like this. Hey, I wish you do this. I wish you do that. But 
All of those opinions are coming from a place of a personal experience that's not mine. I can't I can't change the way that you view me. I can't change how you think I should move. I can't change how you think I should act. I can't change me. And I shouldn't have to change me because if God has accepted me the way that I, I, I am, then you can too. And if you can't, then it's not meant for you to, you know? And when it came to me telling my parents what I wanted to do with my life, when it came to me telling my parents I'm not going to become a doctor, they were very disappointed. And for a very long time, I felt like I was failing and I felt like I wasn't doing my part until I realized that over time with me focusing more so on their happiness, I started to lose myself. I started to become a robot. I started to become stagnant and comfortable with not moving because I didn't know which direction to move. I had all these opportunities placed in front of me that I could have done something for myself. You know, I started my original podcast on SoundCloud. I was doing that, but then I stopped doing that because I was like, okay, maybe this is not for me. Maybe maybe I'm supposed to just be at Victoria's Secret and be a salesperson. Maybe I'm supposed to just be a bartender at Taco Mac. Maybe this is just it for me. But God wouldn't let me let go. And if there is a passion that is in you, if there's a fire that is in you that will not die down, that is God reminding you to never let that go. God is reminding you that remember this thought that you had once upon a time? I'm bringing it back to surface to let you know that it's possible because if you can imagine, you can do it. If you can imagine it, you can do it. If you can literally picture it, it may not be crystal clear, but if you can imagine it, you could do it. And you owe yourself everything to find out if you can. Not how, not when, not where. To find out if you can. You owe yourself everything. To, you owe yourself everything by seizing every opportunity that presents itself for you to better yourself or yourself. And what I mean that is there is a lot of times that we don't walk in our purpose because we're more so focusing on doing for others instead of doing for ourselves. And I can say that for myself. I would work, 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 work and no play. And I would work, 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 and, and no play. And I would be depressed. And I'm like, bro, like, why am I just stagnant? Why am I just comfortable with just waking up, clocking in, clocking out? Why am I waking up, waking up, clocking in, clocking out? And that was because I became stagnant. I became comfortable with doing for everybody else that I stopped doing for myself. I stopped doing the podcast. I stopped doing the YouTube videos. I stopped doing everything. And what I realized in order for you to walk in your purpose and in order for you to find your purpose, you have to show up and you have to do. And what I mean about showing up and doing is showing up and showing up for the world. Clock, clocking and clocking out, you know, doing your timely duties until you figure out what's next for you. And the doing part is you. The doing part is doing whatever you need to do to put a smile on your face within that day, within that week, within that two week, within that month. Because ultimately speaking, the more that you do for yourself, the more that you find yourself. And I had to learn that I had to do for myself in order for me to find myself, in order for me to find my purpose. And I can say now that I know what my purpose is and I was only able to find that in doing and doing for me, whether that was me taking that trip. Whether that was me, you know, taking that extra day off of work and just laying down and just being one within myself, whether that's me getting my hair done, whether that's me going to the nail salon, whether that means going to the museum, whether that means whatever it may be, 
I seized every opportunity to find myself because we get into a mindset of thinking that God is just this magician and he's just going to bless us because he loves us. And yes, he loves you, but you have to do your part too. God cannot help you if you don't help yourself first. And we sit here and we pray and we ask God to do better for us. We ask God to deliver us. We ask God for this. We ask God for that. But you're in your home. You're in your room. You're in your living room every day after work. You're doing this. You're, you're doing that. You don't have to necessarily be a club person. You don't necessarily have to, you know, want to go out all the time. But you're not doing anything to get yourself out either. Go to the movies by yourself. Go out to eat by yourself. Take yourself out. Pamper yourself. Go to the spa. You have to interact with others in order for you to find what you like and what you don't like. You cannot just be in your house all day and expect people to just knock on your door and just to give you the blessings that God has for you. And with the last six months, literally the day, truthfully, the day before my, since the day before my birthday till now, every opportunity that I have gotten was because I seized every opportunity that came before me, that got me out of my comfort zone, that got me out of my norm, that got me out of the back of my head thinking that I can't do something because I don't know how to. When it's, 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 that's not on you. Your job is not to find the how that's God's job. Your job is to do. And the more that you do, the more that you don't, you don't focus on the how, because that's not your fuck to give. You know, when you focus on the how you're in God's hands, you're in his business. Okay. You are in his business. You're not minding the business that pays you. You are not focusing on just showing up. God needs you to show up for yourself in order for him to show up for you too. If you cannot wake up every day doing something for yourself, doing something small for yourself, whether that if you're a singer, you know, wake up every morning and sing a song, make a song, jot, jot, you know, jot a song down, listen, go on YouTube, listen to sample music. You know, if you're a baker, look at baking videos, you know, on YouTube, slowly build up and get your baking supplies up. If you're a makeup artist, Follow certain makeup brands, watch YouTube videos, get certain make, do certain makeup hauls, you know, practice on yourself. You have to do your part in order for God to do his. God is not a magician. Okay. When it comes to you finding your purpose, you have to be okay with rejection. Rejection comes with it. Rejection comes with the process. You are not always going to get yeses. You're not always going to get the applause, you're not going to always get the standing ovations. And all of those things are also not your fuck to give because your dream is yours. Your responsibility is not to give people what they want. It's to give people what you are willing to give them. And yes, you know, ultimately speaking, you want to please your consumer. You want to please your your the the people that you are gravitating yourself to, your clientele. Of course, by all means, that's understandable. But not if it means you losing your authentic your authenticity. There we go. I said it. Boom. Not if it's not if it's worth that. Like we have to come to a place where you know that you're enough. All of the tools that you need to do to succeed, all of the tools that you need to do to grow is already in you. You don't owe nothing more to yourself than to build for yourself and to move in your purpose. And the only way that you can move in your purpose is if you allow God to bless you the way that he needs to bless you. And he cannot bless you if you fear rejection. God's just not going to just you bang on one door and just give you all the yeses all the time. He needs to know that you're dedicated. He wants to see just how bad you want it. You want it bad? Show me. Show me how bad you want it. Show me if you're going you gonna to fold on that one note. Show me. 
Because if you're going to fold on that one note, you don't want it bad enough. So I'm not going to give it to you. So we're going to go back on the drawing board when you are ready. All right, let's try it again. Okay, so this time you got to the second note when you folded. All right. All right, no problem. No problem. We're, we're growing. We're getting somewhere. All right, let's try it again. All right, I see you're not folding yet. Okay, you're on your third no. Okay, you're on your fourth no. Okay, you got to your fifth. Okay, I think I'm going to give it to you now. You have to show that you're willing to do whatever it takes to get to your end goal. And too many times we feel rejections. And it's not everybody's job to see your vision. As long as you have your vision in your head, as long as you have an end goal for yourself, God is going to deliver, whether that's today, whether that's tomorrow, whether that's next year, whether that's the year before. You owe yourself everything by believing in yourself enough that you don't need anybody else to co-sign with you. And too many times we don't live in our purpose because we are afraid that we're going to be the only person rooting for ourselves. So what? So what? You don't know who's watching. You don't know what rooms have your name spoken onto them prior to you even setting foot, prior to you even know that this, this person even know that you existed, okay? That is not your worry. Stop playing in God's hands. Stop looking at God's hands and just do your part. Show up and show out because only the strong survive. Only the strong, only the strong survive. And God is not going to bless you if he cannot see that you're confident enough, that you know that it's yours, that you're consistent, that you're disciplined enough, that you're not going to let anybody else's opinions dictate how you're moving but your own. You have to do your part. Nothing more, nothing less. Everything else is God's business. Stay out of God's hands, okay? Stay out of God's plans. Find your purpose. Once you find your purpose, the rest is what it is. And this past weekend, also, my ex got in his feelings because, you know, I told him I was going to be hosting a gig and he's quote unquote surprised me. But it wasn't a surprise because, you know, you come and see your daughter down here every so often. So anyways, he said that he came down here to surprise me. And I told him, you know, I have a gig to book. And he got his feelings because he felt like I owed him something. He felt like I owed him something that I was supposed to drop everything that I was doing to cater to him. And I had to take a step back and I had to marinate. Like when it comes down to people not knowing your purpose and when it comes down to people not knowing what their purpose is, they could never see you in your own light. And they're going to always be beneath you because your movement and where you're trying to go to, they will never understand it enough to respect it. And you have to get to a place where you make sure that you surround yourself around people who is going to groom your purpose, who is going to root you for everything. Hey, okay, I see you got this little gig. Okay, go ahead, handle your business. I'll talk to you later. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all about the little things. Who you surround yourself with matters. If I'm telling you that this is something that I want to do within my life, this is something that I want to do, and I'm telling you that I'm busy because I'm working, and you and your feelings because I'm not sitting back in a hotel room with you watching Netflix, baby boy, remove yourself. That's why you was removed the first time, because you and I were not on the same ballpark. And as long as you surround yourself around people who are not driven in their own purpose enough to respect yours, they're, they're always going to hinder you from getting yours. They're going to always hinder you from getting yours because they don't know what that feels like. They don't have nothing pushing them. They don't have nothing to keep them going. And you have to ask yourself, do your partner know what their purpose is? Do you know what your partner's purpose is? Have you even had that question? You know what I'm saying? And a lot of these red flags that people feel in these relationships is because y'all not on the same wavelength when it comes to the end goal. When it comes to what am I looking for for myself that I can give to you afterwards? 
What am I bringing to the table? Do I have a table? Do I know what my table look like? Do I know how I want my table to look like? You know, all of these questions matter, not just in your personal relationship. These these questions matters in your friendship too. You are who you surround yourself with. And you also have to understand that your blessings are going to come in different ways. You cannot control how you want your blessings to come. Oh, I want to do things this way, this, that, and the third. But, but your way is not God's way, honey. And your way is definitely never better than his. Never, ever better than his, okay? Your blessings are going to come the way that God intended them to. And sometimes we gravitate ourselves to a particular person because they blessed us once and we think that okay as long as I'm around this person that means I'm gonna keep getting my blessings no baby God is going to bless you and you got to keep it pushing thank you so much keep it pushing thank you so much keep it pushing okay thank you God for blessing me so what am I gonna do with this blessing to move better what am I gonna do with this blessing to move forward what am I gonna do better to get myself out of my comfort zone you can you cannot only want to be blessed by people you know. You cannot sit in your house all day having all these hopes and dreams and have all of this talent and all of the and all of this drive and just expect expect people to just, and, and blah, 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 blah. you cannot have all of this drive and all of this energy and have all of this want and and growth in you and just expect God to just have people knocking on your door being like, Oh my god, you're so talented, I want to work with you. That's not how it works. You have to do your part. You have to show up in order for God to show up for you too. Sometimes people's job is to just bless you and go. Sometimes your job is to bless people and go. Take life for what it is when it comes. Take life for what it is when it goes. But always show up and do. Do your part and God will handle the rest. And if you don't know what your purpose is, pray that God helps you find your purpose. If you have a purpose but you don't believe in it all the way, pray and ask God to change your mindset. If you don't know what your next move is, pray, 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 guys. People cannot help you help you. You can only help you help you. People's job is to bless you and go. Okay? I'm going to say it again. People's job is to bless you and go. Your job is to help you help you. And that's it. And that's on that. And I'm going to finish it right here. (laughs) But find your purpose. What is your purpose? What do you offer to the world that is from you personally customized by you sent from you sent from God? Find your purpose. And if you don't know your purpose, ask God to help you find it. All right, y'all. And I hope you guys enjoy this episode. This episode was dedicated to Mr. De Niro Moss. Rest in peace. It does not feel like it's been two years. It feels like it was just yesterday. But I know you helped me help myself, you know, because I never expected in a million years that any of us from Piper would have to do life without you. Any of us from Deep Side who really knew you had to live life without you. But, you know, we can't question God. Everything happens for a reason because I can say you definitely, definitely lit that fire back up under my ass that I needed. So long live you forever. Eat or get ate. And I saw everything. So I hope you guys have a great start to your week. Know that God is amazing. What you do is what will eventually come back to you. You are the creator of your own life. You are the creator of your own happiness. You are the creator of your own end goal. Okay. Find your purpose, people. Find your purpose. And until next time, you dirty, filthy whore bags, hugs and kisses, y'all. Hugs and motherfucking kisses. Mwah.